Apex Central listeners, you can find us every Monday through Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball Nip. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball Nips and have a great time on the golf course. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. February 19th, uh, Pick Central, myself and Chris Clemmer. Brought to you by DraftKings. We're excited to announce our partnership with DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings will be our one-stop shop for all things betting. This week, new customers who deposit $5 or more can get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 on any sport. What's a no-sweat bet? It's like getting an offensive board, miss your first shot, get another chance to score with a bonus bet back. You can also follow what all of your favorite Barstool personalities are betting by joining the Barstool Betting Group in the social section of the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code PICKCENTRAL. New customers can get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 if your first bet loses only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code PICKCENTRAL. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY Four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus bet equal to amount of initial losing bet and expires 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash promos for deposit, wagering, and eligibility restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. So the uh, group chat's been its super organized in terms of where things are going. I've been working on uh, trying to give more reasoning there. I've always been able to, to write out the picks, different yeah. stuff like that. Used to do the newsletters back in the day. Uh, it's been pretty successful with that. People can interact with it. Of course, they say, like, you suck, you're going to lose. They give you a... Uh, <laughs> Shitbag emojis, but then you get to put back the cash emojis when they come. It tells you how many people are betting it. Um, there's been a lot of there's, it's. I like putting the rationale behind it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, and then I think a, it's you know, a cool feature. There's been a few that I've liked, unfortunately, in the in the great state of New York. Um, I kind of like Colgate again tonight, but Colgate the other night, I said they're three point. Uh, they've been great from three in the last five games. The defense that they were playing against was, I believe, Holy Cross who had allowed an average of eight in their last five, three-pointers made, uh, Colgate hit 12 threes oh, geez. in the game. So 
came out and, and rocked it. So if you can put rationale, I've always been behind right. rationale on the pick. So if you can get behind that, uh, the DraftKings uh, group chat, that's where it's at. Shout out to DraftKings. Thank you very much. Um, straight off of All-Star, with not a, a ton of storylines going out, uh, off of All-Star weekend, which I think, I guess grabbed the headlines because it was there, but I wrote a blog Saturday morning. It was like, I miss caring about All-Star weekend. Me too. Uh, I, I distinctly remember being a little kid and they had like a mascot game on inside stuff. They were jumping off trampolines and doing that. And then, you know, you knew all the players and you were waiting for the uniforms and you got a little bit older, you were 11 and 12 that used it as like a, a night out or, uh, you would go to a, a bunch of friends out, like a bunch of friends would be over. You'd be mimicking the dunks. Like it was, it was can't miss stuff like can't miss. And now it's like. I didn't watch. I actually put on the All Star game for a little bit. I caught, luckily, I caught a little bit of Steph, uh, Sabrina, yep. Inescu, yep. which was like okay. Um, and then I caught a little of the All Star game, and it was like, wh- what are we doing? So is it? Uh, so I have completely the same take you do. We're in lockstep. Is that because we're old, or is that because the product is weaker? You know what I mean? Like if we I were mean, eleven or twelve now, it's still made we- for eleven and twelve. Like I think right. eleven and twelve year olds are still like amped about. It. All right, then it's doing its job, then, I guess. I guess, yeah, but the overall... Unfortunately, the 11 and 12-year-olds don't have a voice right now. You know what I mean? Right. Like, all you see is is everything. And then the crazy thing, too, is, like, respect to Larry Bird, but, like, what the fuck did he expect? I love Larry Bird. So, Larry Bird that is was... one of my, you know, all-time great basketball player. Incredible. And just, like, what he did with the, you know, the back and everything else. I, Larry Bird's awesome. I don't know what Larry Bird ex- expected people to do here. Like, he just they- had no. For those un- unfamiliar, Larry Bird said, uh, "You know, you should really try, and it's important. We have the best collection of players to get up there, try at like some dinner or something like that." He made the big speech. He made a big speech to the, to the guy. And like, yeah. I watched that probably four seconds before tip off. Actually, the I watched the first quarter. I turned it on, and I'm like, Larry Bird, like, what the fuck does he expect? Like, there's just no, ch- there's no chance this happens. I think there's a reason Larry Bird isn't coach anymore. Larry Bird was a great coach for the Pacers. Only did it for like three or four years, and then he he got stopped. him to a final, right? Yeah, and he's and he stopped coaching, and it was like, oh, he went kind of in the front office, and I think he realized like he's a smart guy, and he was like, all right, maybe I can't relate to these players anymore. The competition and the competitiveness they had back in the '80s and '90s just doesn't exist the same way as it does now. It's different. It was just interesting to see like all of a sudden that Larry Bird makes a speech. It's like nobody's gonna care. Nobody's gonna care. And the weird part is, though, well, Michael Jordan could have made the same speech and nobody would have cared. Agreed. Nobody would. Didn't matter like who said it. Yeah. And the weird part is, like, I kind of see both sides. So, like, if you're Giannis, I'm gonna play defense and like dive for a ball and get hurt. I got four hundred fifty million dollar contract on the line. Oh, not only that, but you have your or whatever the fuck there. If you're a Milwaukee fan, I don't want Giannis Agreed. diving into the stands. Agreed. So I see the player side of, like, fuck this. I also see Larry Bird's side of, like, we tried back in the day. But I don't know. Some of that is, like. Do you think if, if like, Larry Bird and Michael Jordan were making the same amount that Giannis and everybody else were making today, that they would still have that same mindset? Or do you think it's just, like, different times? Different times. Different. I I really believe that. You think if Larry Bird was making fucking $400 million a year, I mean, obviously not that much. Well, over 10 years, yeah. Yeah, but, like. <clears throat> same principle. He would still be diving yes. for for balls going out of bounds uh, in the All Star game. I think somebody might have gotten his ear and been like, "Yeah, I feel like All Star game don't matter." Now, do I think yeah. he would have played that hard in season? Yeah, yeah, of course. You got to remember too that it was just different. Like it's hard. It's hard to do that. So Larry Bird hurt his back because he was shoveling snow for his 
He's like try, or trying to fucking house. Trying to fix his mom's driveway. Like that's it. so it's like it's just a different time. Like it's hard to even like guys, you know, everything changed when LeBron went to the Heat and he brought Bosch and Wade with him, you know, and Wade was there obviously, but like there is now a um it's a it's a friendship, it's a partnership that the players all have. It just didn't have back then. The guys back in the eighties hated each other. They hated each other. You know, Bill Lambeer and Kevin McHale hated each other. You don't really see that anymore. There's a theory that that softening started a little bit with the Dream Team. Absolutely. No, you're absolutely right, Rico. Uh, but even then, though, the Dream Team, you know, by keeping Isaiah off, you could still have that hatred and that Dream. anger and but that animosity. Now it's like, you know, they're, they're uh, traveling together. They're all, like, making collective commercials together to a degree. Like, they're all kind of it's, – it's not so – I mean, you surround yourself with those guys – for a little while, like it's not that you could see maybe like ah oh, it's not that bad. We still want to compete, oh. but they. I think you're out going to dinner with these guys. Yeah, you're out talking, of that. Yes. and then that that leads into the the AAU type culture where, uh, you know you're you're pl- yeah like you're travel you're playing with different guys that you wouldn't have expected. Like the they're making super teams from a youth level, the yep. grassroots like that. Really is where it all kind of starts, and now it's just there's there's no. Again, I say it all the time because I I don't think there's any way to badmouth somebody or like start a rivalry because you're gonna get the guy in a couple weeks. Like you saw it with Pat Bev. Pat was like, "Oh, I guess I gotta like smooth it over with Dame." L- I guess he went at Dame Lillard, or yeah. Like there's only a matter of time if your team's in contention that you're gonna go trade for somebody. Yeah, guys you know, are so like, I don't, right. you can't really go take a shot at. At, or there's a fight or anything like that because it's like, well, if we want to make a move, we're going to go get that guy. There's more player movement than ever before. You know, look back at it. You know, like Larry Bird played his whole career at the Celtics. You know, look at some of those guys back then. They played their whole career, vast majority, with one team. David Robinson with the Spurs. Like, you go through and those guys would play with the same team forever. Where now guys are moving around so much, like you said. And next thing you know, you're, you're teammates with that guy in a couple weeks. You're absolutely right. And, and you're absolutely right, Rico, too, that it really did begin with the Dream Team. And and you figure you figure then every four years you have a different group of superstars all, you know, going to a foreign country together, all playing together, all having dinners together. You can't help but build bonds and camaraderie. What is the if you were gonna? I, they've actually got, they got rid of it for a while, which should tell you something. But the, the the what's the worst part of the weekend? Is it the fact that it's the All Star Game or is it the dunk contest? To me, it's kind of the dunk. Like you can't see. There's only so many dunks you can conceive. No matter what, and it's just small variations of like things that were already done, you know. Like some oh, guy, uh, a guy goes behind. We, like, we've kind of already seen that. I think, I think. we, I think we've done it. I think I think the non-contest needs to go away for a while. I think we've kind of seen it, and it's not it's not even fair to the players. Like we said, what else can you do? They've jumped over cars. They've jumped over mascots. They've jumped over every like. What else can you do? I think you're right. I think there's a very limited amount of things you can do with a slam dunk. And I think if you put it away for five years and you bring it back, it would have they some excitement. Like a, did they ever do like a trick shots? type thing like like dude perfect or anything like you know what i mean like make the, the craziest they did shot a, from they like did the, horse the a couple level. years they i want to say they did horse for a couple they did years two ball yeah knock Remember out that? yep they did two ball with uh like a or they did team yeah they did that they yeah they did two ball and it was like I think it was like teams at three. It was like an NBA legend and like a, remember a this. WNBA player. Yes, that's exactly right. Or yep. like yes. there's there's a lot of things that they've tried. They get rid of the skills competition. Or did they have the skills competition? They had another night. Did they have the skills competition? I have no idea. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. 
Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. I, I didn't watch any of it at all. Uh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> just, but the, it even just the skills competition, like, they, there's a thing of that, like, they don't want to look like they're trying too hard. So you're watching the guy go, and he's kind of like, he doesn't want to, like, there's a, trying trying hard has become, like, uncool. And I don't blame him. Like, it, you know, like, so it's, I don't know. And it's like, what, a $50,000 prize? Like, who, Well, that's the thing. You need, you need me, so... My idea was said in the show last week was you give the winning team of the All-Star, everyone gets a million dollars. Then guys will try. You need to give some sort of cash thing. Uh, you know, like that's what needs to happen. Yeah, I don't know who's funding that, though. It's 12, what's it, $12 million. Yeah. NBA has it, believe me. They'll be, they'll be okay. They'll survive. Like they have the money. They, you know, the owners choose not to. But if you want people to care about the NBA, you have to make the players want to care. And right now, to expect them to go out there and risk their season – for nothing, they're not going to do that. And I don't, like you said, I don't entirely blame them. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're already not playing. Like, like that's why I think, like, they should switch to more like what the NHL did where they do, like, a, it's literally like a three-on-three tournament where there's not much defense. It's hard to play defense on a three-on-three. They should just do, like, a like a three-on-three half-court game and split it into, like, four teams and have it be like a like a bracket almost. I actually, that's what the NHL does, and it's grown immensely. Like, people love the NHL All-Star game now. I don't hate that with the same thing, like a legend, a current player, and a WNBA player as well. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised after the, you know I feel like that was the one. I mean, they're ne- they're never going to get rid of the All Star game. No, it's too much money. Plus, it, well, I mean, TNT has the contract for a while. Yeah, there's just it's, no. It's, it's they're not, not going to get rid of the. Right. Five, I don't think the All Star game is going to change into a three on three. But I don't hate that as a different event. I don't know what else they could. I would not be surprised at all if they incorporate more WNBA into it. I don't know what else they could sub in as as events though. There's only so much. Like not like a game of knockout doesn't really work. Like no, maybe a half half court shot challenge. I don't I don't really know. Maybe make the three point contest even deeper. Don't just make it threes. Make it where guys are pulling from deeper. You know, you what have I mean? like it's like a five. Didn't they do that where it's like it was, you did it from a certain amount? It was like four or five points. Yeah, I thought so. I think they've done that. It just it's like work. a further three. I don't know. Like, oh, but that's the whole contest. <laughs> yeah, is from deep. I don't know. It's well, it's it's, it's there, it seems. Unfixable. Were there like a lot of celebrities there? Because I know that's always a big draw too. Yeah, like they're who all shows up. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, uh, you know, they move it around a lot to different cities, obviously. But like Indianapolis is a bad draw too. Not really. I mean, Indianapolis is a great city to like. I mean, I got it for celebrities I though. Saw, you yeah, know, for celebrities. Yeah, Draymond yeah, was complaining about it. Like, yeah. you know, there's nothing. To, they call it Indianapolis, and they emphasis the nap. Like, there was nothing. <laughs> there's nothing to do. In Indianapolis, so I don't know if nice. they loved it as well. They had the Super Bowl there a few years. I remember all the media was complaining. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I don't know really what to uh, what to do in terms to fix it. But that's kind of where it's at. Like that's unfortunately what happens. Like, I'd watch an old timers game. I get Jordan out there, get Bird. But they're not gonna. They're not gonna play. No, like Larry Bird is I like know. Larry Bird's backs off. <laughs> and, and but so I'm saying, like, Jordan, you think like Vince Carter out there, like running around? Like I'd watch that. I don't know. I I I'd, I'd always watch an old timers game. But I'm I'm a sucker for that stuff. I'm old. Yeah, I mean, even the celebrity, like the celebrity game the night before, didn't really have a lot of names that you knew. Yeah, like, I don't know. Any, it's it's all I don't know anybody. It's all yeah. like YouTube. Well, I knew uh, the, the one guy. If you want the documentary, he's a New York City legend, Jack Ryan. 
Jack Ryan? I'll show you this documentary. It's unbelievable. So this guy was a uh, playground legend. Okay. Uh, went to uh, John J- went to John Jay College when it was division. Uh, no, went to John Jay High School. Uh, got it. Uh, played a game against David Robinson in college. I forget where. Then ended up going to a ju- JUCO out in Mount Hood. There's a lot of stuff that they cut out. My father grew up with them. Okay. Or knew you knew. So Jack Ryan's best friend is in the film industry, and that was my dad's best friend. And then when they got a little bit older, you start hanging out. The two. So I shouldn't say grew up, but like they hung out. Jack Ryan was a was a legend. Um, became friends with Peter Vesey. Kept getting kicked out of colleges, like you know, psychopath. Uh, a lot of drinking. Uh, gets a knows Peter Vesey. Peter Vesey gets him a tryout with the Nets, having not played a long time in Division One at all. He's like the last cut for the Nets. Oh. Is out at a cruise ship or something like that. He's spinning the ball on his thing. He's doing tricks. Somebody approaches him. They're like, "I'm with the uh, Harlem Wizards, uh, which is a shoot off of the Harlem Globetrotters." Starts his life from there. Now travels to schools. Uh, has a career in that and ends up doing like now he's doing halftime acts and different stuff oh, like right, that. Yeah. But got a career through that. But it's a it's a very fascinating documentary of like wasted talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was a legend in West Fourth, different parks like that. It's a it's a good documentary. He was in the All Star game somehow, like or in the celebrity All Star. That's good. Uh, uh, it is. Like it's good that, that he was, yeah. but a guy that I don't know. Does he move the needle? <laughs> too many people know. Yeah, like that's and I like Jack, but it's like. That's the celebrity game. It's kind of it's an interesting hook, but that's that's kind of where it's at. And again, I don't really know what to do to fix it. You could put money in front of it. You could do a lot of things. I don't know if it's. I don't, I don't know what it does. I really don't. I don't know where where to go with it. I like, also wonder just, if people really just too care. far gone. Like it's the week after the Super Bowl. There's nothing going on. People kind of watch it because there's nothing else to do. It's cold, and a lot of the, you know, if you're in the north, it's cold. You know, it's you don't want to go out. You kind of just throw it on to have something on. I feel like that's what it's kind of become. If you're over the age of 15, if you're under 15, you're enjoying it just like we did when we were kids. Awesome. But I feel like now it's just something to throw on. It's yeah, I do. I think it's the perfect kind of casual. It used to be appointment television as a kid. Yes. You know, and even in high school, like, but. Yeah, I guess it is the perfect kind of background. Yeah, he's throwing it It's the first week after the Super Bowl, Saturday night. There's absolutely nothing on television. But I don't know. I, I don't know what the fix is. I think that's really the the question. It's kind of sad that, like, the NBA All-Star Game, which used to be much wa- like must-watch television, had to compete with, like, the Stadium Series. Like, I think the Stadium Series actually did very well uh, in the NHL. Like, I went. Yeah, that was probably smart on the I NHL. I watched both to- games. I don't know how thrilled the NBA is with that. that That's were, what I'm saying. That they like, went at them. The NHL but. is starting to get to a point where it's now surpassing the NBA because I think. Well, well, the other question. Not, is, not in TV ratings. The other question is going to be this. So um, the worst kept secret in the world is that the Super Bowl is going to President's Day weekend. Right. Well, I mean, we're going to 18 games. Yes, they're going to expand it. 32 teams. Gonna it's going to do that right. So then what will the NBA do? Do they want to have it a week later? Could you see a world where you football go players and, and basketball players get to get, like, kind of fit? I think I have a fix. They do it the week earlier that bye. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, but that's Pro Bowl week. Ah. What I'm saying, would you see, could you see a combining of both? That would be smart. I That would be. Doing it in the same city as Right. You see, Bowl? like, some kind of even crossover. Maybe there's. 
I don't I don't know. I mean, back in the day, you used to see Michael Irvin and King Griffey Jr. compete in slam dunk contests. I don't think you're getting pro athletes now in football to do that. Right. In a dunk contest, it's, there's just risk. But I don't know. Is there some kind of crossover with that? Is there some kind of collaboration with those two? That would be a huge ego step back for the NBA. Because the NBA definitely considers this like their crown jewel weekend. They'll even say things like that. Like, oh, this is our weekend to really shine. And I don't know if they're going to want. Maybe the, the only problem is the NBA All-Star game is pretty late in the season. So like if you do it, yeah, if you do it a week later, it's way week, too late. It's like, what are we doing here? Right, it's not even. It's almost the end of the. I mean, season. yeah, how many games have they already played? At least fifty, right? Oh yeah, I would think. I mean, it's there's only uh, what like. Yeah, like, so the Celtics are forty three and twenty seven. So that's fifty seven games. There's twenty. It's not a true forty three and twenty seven. That's sixty, seventy. Fifty fifty five. Oh, my bad. Fifty five, and the Knicks played fifty five, and the Bucks played fifty four. Right. So it's two yeah, thirds of played, the season. Right, so there's about 20 games left. So it's already not in the middle, right? Because they avoid the NFL. Just look at the calendar. I mean, it's the season. This it's would the, two months would, away. Yeah, would the NFL? What would the NFL do with the Pro Bowl though? Because that's the only week that they could do it. There's no way right. in the world they would ever get somebody after the season. Oh, no. why the Pro Bowl? Right. Here's a no question: chance. Why? Why don't? Why doesn't the NFL wait till after the Super Bowl to do the Pro Bowl? Because no then, one would. No one would go. It's also like burnout. Like, as much as we love the NFL and the NFL has, has dominated, the NFL's a long season, man. Yeah. I mean, you talk about you're watching the first games at barbecues. You're doing your fantasy football drafts in uh, shorts and a T-shirt and flip-flop. It is the shortest also, chronological like, training season. Ca- training camp starts in July. Yeah, but that's lo- it's still long. It's still long. I mean, and you look you at what the those NFL guys. dominates. The NFL still dominates the calendar, like, at all points. Exactly. You know? So, like, now it's a little bit of a dead, and then it's going to start in March with draft prep through. Yeah. You know and free I mean? agency, and then you get yeah. You but f- like, it, wouldn't you technically think that the NFL would love that? It's just another week to look at the NFL. Uh, yeah, potentially. But I don't think that even that. I just don't know the players Does now. Anybody care about the Pro Bowl after? No, I'm nobody like, really cares about the Pro Bowl <laughs> before the agreed. Super Bowl. So it's like it's not hurting anything. It's basically six and one half dozen the other. Some of those guys though, you start worry about time off though. Like if you're see if your season if you didn't make the playoffs, now you got to come back six weeks later and do the Pro Bowl. Like that seems like a big ask. I don't know. I, I don't know what the NFL does. I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the, if the NFL was like, tells the NBA, hey, give us $20 million and we'll make the Pro Bowl go away. Or whatever. They're not going to make it go away. Why? There's already been talk about Shall I take your order or do you need a minute? Ah, yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Because, I don't know, I feel like every... Well, I mean, the Pro Bowl is... NFL's too stubborn to... I don't know, the NFL is trying to get rid of it. Yeah, but the Pro Bowl's already gone. It's just gone. Right. Like, you also, I don't like football. Like, it's just different. We've watched so much of the NFL. I don't think you need to watch those guys in an all-star game. No. I think, like, a skills competition is is still cool. But, yeah, get rid of the Pro Bowl. But do, like, a, a weekend where you, like, do skills competition with the, with the league's best. You're still a Pro Bowler, but, like, there's no game. Because the flag football is fucking stupid. Did the Pro Bowl ever dominate? Yeah, back like in when, the like, ni- no, back- but in the nineties, like you wanted to watch it. I don't know. It was, it was always something you kind of had on. It was it definitely was more fun back then when there was less to do. 
like in the early '90s. But even then, it was like this is not good. What's the, would you say the best? The best of the of all the the core major teams is the MLB the best All Star by game? far, it, and it by was miles so away. long because you never you never saw those guys compete against each other, right? So and you it's weren't going to see Randy to, Johnson to, when he was oh, before interleague was awesome. And I think it's yeah. the easiest sport to get like. The professional athletes to kind of go ha- as hard as well, they Well, you won't get hurt as much. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's less of a risk. It's just a normal baseball game. Yeah. Man. Baseball translates really well to an all star game, better than the other sports. Because um, it's not as physical. And also, you have times to be like individual where each batter can have his moment, each pitcher can have their moment. It's just. And a- the home run derby is just elite. I have, you know, the home run derby is fine. I love baseball, obviously, but I, I feel like the home run derby is a little like slam dunk contest sometimes. Like, there's only so many times I can see the same thing over and over again. I'm like, all right. But when I was 11 or 12, I loved it. I lived for the Home Run Derby. Yeah, I think the Home Run Derby works, though, because there really is nothing else on television. Nothing else. It's going up. Nothing else going on at all. Yeah, I mean, it was going up against the Peach Jam this year. Yeah. Which I was watching. But, like, like, no one else is watching. Repeats on network TV. I mean, there's nothing going on. There's literally nothing going on. So the Home Run Derby is the perfect uh, background noise. But I don't know. I mean, all-star games in general, like, you see these guys enough. Like, do, do we even... Do we need all-star games at all? It's a very fair question. And, Rico, you make a really good point. Like, before cable, you know, or before we had these extra inning packages and everything else, like when I was growing up, you never got to see a lot of these guys. You know, Ken Griffey Jr. was on the Mariners in the 89, 90, 91. Those teams were terrible. I never saw Ken Griffey Jr. on TV. So the, the all-star game was a really big deal. Nowadays, I have the extra inning. I can watch them 160 times. You can watch times. everything, yeah. Yeah, like it's not, not that exciting anymore. Yeah, I guess, like, are we spo- – I mean, maybe that's the question, too. Are we spoiled? Oh, absolutely. We are. Be- I mean, I look even at college basketball, like as well. You yeah. know what I mean, like it used to be like Jim- when Jimmer was on TV or Steph Curry was on TV. Like you had, a- you weren't watching that. You were following box scores, and you like, if you were lucky when BYU was on late, you knew enough. Even Gonzaga, for a long period of Gonzaga's time, wasn't on. Now it's every game is available on. I think that's what's hurt teams with upsets as well too like you'll get into march and it used to be like if you knew about it you were in like a small club right now it's like people aren't just selling you they're not just telling you about it you've actually seen it you can watch like app state this year is a is a very good team coming out of the Sun Belt. they're looking at like indiana state they look like they're gonna like potentially pull an upset like it used to be one of those things like oh yeah i heard about them or i heard about that guy and then the first time you get to watch him is only championship week you could have watched indiana state Every single right. game this year. I remember the NBA. Literally every game. The NBA draft would have guys that played all four years in college, and you, they would have to explain who these guys were because you never had a chance to see them, ever. Right. Where nowadays you could see right, you could see these guys play almost every game. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go backwards. Like, I like the fact you watch 15 games at once. I like oh, being a sports fan can, is so much better now. So much better now. I, I think I miss a little bit of almost like the mystique. Yes, yeah, but like the alternative sucks. Like I, you know, you'd you'd watch your local baseball team, and then you'd get Sunday night baseball on ESPN, and that was, and maybe once in a while Fox throw a game on, and, and that was it, or NBC if you want to go way back. This is great. I get to watch every game. It's so much fun. I get to watch, you know, every. I get to see the end of every no hitter. I can, I can flip around. It's awesome. I love it now. But being, I, I bitch a lot about how much I wish things were the '90s. Like I hate how the phones fucking run our lives and everything else. Being a sports fan is. A zillion times better than it was in the nineties. Right now, yeah, like it's every every game is on. You have access to that. The streaming is pretty easy to. I don't know what they're going to do with this ESPN deal. I'm very worried about that. What do you mean? The the fact that I've been paying for ESPN Plus and now oh with the the Warner Brothers uh, and they're all 
I, so is that gone? Like that's now just a fifty dollar deal. Like it, it sounds like it's going to be roughly fifty dollars. I guess. What happened to ESPN Plus? It'll be all be part of this giant. So like, do you get your money? Bucket back? of stuff. Well, no, you you would then be in a different. You have like so what? You pay you, less? No, you pay more. Oh fuck! So they're all going to be uh, like, Warner Brothers and ESPN, and that's what else. hurts is that all I all I what else is coming in with it? The NBA package and stuff? Because all I want is I the don't ESPN know Plus element. I, mean, I, I guess the introductory price would be around thirty five dollars. Um, and then it's supposed to jump up to like near fifty, and it's but you're gonna get more for your money, but it might not be things you necessarily want. So basically, Great. we're going back to cable. Yeah, which is you're paying for things that you might not want. Is well, the whole element of ESPN Plus was that it was. So what they did, they used to have the, if you remember back in the day, the commercial of uh, ESPN. They used to have each sport had their own thing on cable. So you had center ice. Right, yes. And you had extra, extra innings. innings. Yes. And which you I had still which I still use. Full court I think it was full court press or it was whatever with college basketball. I don't know if college football ever had anything. But I think it might have been lumped in together, sports extra or the NBA was the full package, whatever. You used to be able to buy that on cable and you had everything. I still do. On uh cable for a little bit, I had the package on cable and it was eight extra ESPN channels. Then I started to do the math when I looked at ESPN Plus or those games you couldn't control what was on. It's basically they were giving you eight ESPN Plus games without your control. Okay. Then you go to ESPN Plus, you're like, all right, let me get rid of this cable package. But they've kind of flipped. They basically took those old cable packages and have now flipped them to the streaming. And now it seems like they're going. So now you're going to get. doing it like weird. They're just. So now, you, like, for instance, do you have HBO Max? Do you subscribe to that? Yeah. So that's going to be included. So now you wouldn't pay for HBO Max anymore. You pay for this one giant bucket. But if you're only a sports fan, you don't like HBO's programming, you're fucked. Well, I mean, you need HBO Max, I guess, to a degree. But I, I mean, I, I, have, I love it, but... but now, HBO, the, the, basketball package is, the basketball package is rolled into HBO Max as well? I don't know about the basketball. That yeah, TNT? that... I don't know. The whole... Yeah. We're in a very convoluted uh, state with that. Well, yeah, these, I mean, just like we expected, these media companies keep merging and keep, you know, keep growing and growing together, and then you end up with just one giant bucket of stuff. Yeah, I just don't want to go backwards, but... I, I need they gotta just make a cable then. Let me I know fifty for cable. At, or, you know cable and internet two fifty and I got everything. Yes. You know or I got what I want like or be able to like. I don't understand what the grouping of the channels. Like you don't need home and garden if I if I want out of home I guess there's digs with different demands but like well there was talk for a long time like or you could do so like, why can't people so if if you get. All right, the silver package, you're going to get 112 channels. And for the gold package, you're going to get 150 channels. Let me pick the 112 channels I want. Right. And just charge that price. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's a, it's a, weird, uh, it's a weird setup. Yeah, and, and you'd think they would be able to do that because this is what's called carriage fees. This is really getting to the weeds here. But like ESPN, for instance, you know, every, if you have a cable bill, like $10 of that cable bill goes to ESPN. But only like 49 cents of it goes to Home and Garden. Right. ESPN is by far the highest carriage fees in the, in the business, I guess. So if you want sports, you pay more. But if you don't, if you're not a sports fan, you shouldn't have to pay for ESPN. Right. But then if they do that, then that, instead of paying ten dollars, me and you are going to now pay twenty dollars because we have to cover the difference of the guy the that doesn't do it. People, so. right? Yeah, it makes sense. So, oh, that's a good point, actually. So, yeah, I mean, there's all there's a science to it, but it's a disaster. Uh, I did want to kind of touch on this real quick. College basketball. St. John's takes a loss again yesterday. Eight of uh, ten, I thought I saw. Is that right? Yeah, man. It's it's. <laughs> It's bad. And I know a lot of people are like, why the hatred for St. I don't have hatred for St. John's. It's just. I hate Rick Pitino. I have hatred. Yeah, you hate Pitino. I do, because uh, he, he banned the Celtics. 
I do. Yeah. Let me see what they're at. So they're 14 and 12. They're below 500 in the Big East. Yeah, they've. Uh, so what are they, where were they supposed lost to be? Three in a row, four out of five, five out of six. Since the turn of the calendar, they are one, two, three, four, five, and six, seven, eight. Five and eight. What were they supposed to be, Rico? Like, what, like going into the season, we're talking about Final Four potential. Are you, are you shitting? At least Sweet Sixteen. They dominated the portal. Uh, they got all these guys in. Shout out Chris Ledlam from Harvard. Uh, they got a bunch of other guys that I'm I'm probably mistaken. He took his best guys from Iona. They got the transfers. They got Patino. Everybody was saying it's going to be a win now type of culture, and don't worry, he'll definitely win a title in like six years. They're. Best recruit for next year in the class of 2024. Do you know where he, he is at? No. Out of 100. Take a guess. Oh, I, uh, just the way you're phrasing that, I would say uh, 78. 69. And that's the only one out of the top 100. So where St. So Ma- Mary's has two guys in the top They're 14 and 12 right now, so that's not – unless they win their their tournament, are, they're not, are they getting in? No, they're not getting in. Yeah. Uh, they don't have the wins. There's not a lot. I also think the Big East is very eh. But the St. John's people, like, they immediately thought it's like, all right, Year one is a wash, and you only got six years of Patino. So year one's a wash. You have nobody coming in for next year. And they keep saying, don't worry, like all, half of those top recruits are going to be in the portal in like two years. Well, that's a hell of a strategy when you're selling like – think about if you were doing like work production or whatever, or like you were a manager for uh, clients uh, in Hollywood. It's like, Chris, you didn't get anybody – this you know you, you didn't sign any actors give me two yeah, but don't worry two in two <laughs> years those guys are going to be mad with the actors they signed with or the agents they signed with i'll get them on the bounce back it's like what if they're not right that's what i don't think these st john's people are like asking and again the facilities trash they're mixing up these home games he plays some at ubs uh they're playing some at Carneseca. they want to play games at the garden fan base is very much not necessarily like student related, you know what I mean? Like I, they showed up for the UConn game and they show up for games now because they're okay. But like for a long period of time, I went to games where they closed the upper bowl. They played Pittsburgh when Pittsburgh was nationally ranked. Bowl was closed, closed. If they played UBS like seven, or they played the Garden. Do students travel? I guess no, not really. I mean, they're it's available. They're on campus. Right, but is that realistic? Sucks. The facilities suck. They have no culture at all. Anyone who's eighteen years old has never watched. They've watched Gonzaga be more relevant than St. John's the last oh, 18 years. Of course. Um, so it's just, it's one of those things like, you know, you don't, I don't want to keep dunking on them, but like they're, it's bad. And it's a wasted year, you know? And again, it's like one of, they keep saying like, we're going to get these guys. We're going to be all right. Like I, I've yet to see it. So, and it, and there's no plan after Patino. I know they're like, oh, his son, his son's going to be offered a bigger job. And I don't know if his son would leave a place like, what if he gets Michigan or he gets, you know, why would he leave one of those places to go to St. John's? Is his son that he'd go to Michigan? His son's very good. His son, no, I'm just saying. His son, yeah. like, he's going to leave New Mexico and he's going to get a job. But let's say UCLA opens up in three years or something like that. Like, he's going to leave UCLA to go to St. John's? Right. You, you think there's a pipe dream that they think, or this cloud, this fallacy, they think he's the son's just going to replace him at St. John's. St. John's is not a great job at all. You say six years of Patino. Made the He's big... 71. That's what I said, too. What's the back end of that six years there's look like? Agreed. And there's no successor. There's no successor. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a year that's been a, a massive disappointment. Um, I, I don't see much rise of next year. They just keep thinking they're going to dominate the portal. They're not getting freshmen in. It's, uh, it's... Do kids even care about Rick Patino anymore? Is that even like a selling point to a young person? 
Yeah, I mean his his name rings enough, but yeah, you have to. I think you have to be told about him, right? You know, so it's the same way. Like I love Mullen, but I think they had to be told about Mullen, right? So I think people at Georgetown had to be told about Ewing. To be honest, like with you. I watched Mullen growing up. Did you probably did too? Oh, yeah, and these guys in the guys they probably never saw Chris Mullen play, and why would they? They were too young. They were he's been retired a long time. Yeah, so I mean, it's one of those like I think yeah, it's. Uh, it's interesting, and I don't know if, if anybody can really fix that program. Like, you would think it'd be a home run. New York City basketball, you can make it work. But, again, the, the campus stinks. The campus is far away. If you do want to play all the games at the Garden, like, you're expecting 18-, 19-year-old kids to tra- travel in from Jamaica, Queens. Like, that's what makes the Garden. So then at that point, you're basically all these things that dominate the culture, like the the student section at Duke and Kansas and Carolina and even St. Uh, Gonzaga and those places like or Iowa State, the craziness of the kids camping out and acting nuts. You're basically like throwing that away when you don't play your games at right. home. You know, and you're like op- you're openly admitting like, yeah, we're just going to have some like a bunch of 45-year-old Wall Street guys right. <laughs> because, oh, my dad went to St. John's or like they're the team around. Like, so it's an interesting um so that's that's kind of where it's at. St. John's is, uh, I think, unfixable. Uh, I shouldn't say unfixable, but they they'll need a miracle to to make that happen. But and they, I, but do I think they're dead this year, though. Yeah, dead. They're not making this tournament. Yeah, uh, unless they win the Big East, they haven't made the Big East semis in t- since '98 or something like that, or 2000. Jesus. Okay. 2000. I think Rutgers hasn't made their tournament semis since '98, which is crazy. Crazy. But uh, the yeah, it's the the build the games in their building. <laughs> Like, they play right. the games in right. St. John's. Yeah. It's, it's in the Garden. It's crazy. So, uh, I wanted to dunk on that a little bit. What do you got for uh, for picks tonight? Uh, going back to uh, my Daytona 500 picks. Um, oh, yeah, that got moved to today, right? Got moved today, yeah, because the rain. I have uh, – let me pull it up here. I have Joey Logano to win. It's plus 900. Um, I believe he finished in second last year. And the other guy, the guy that won last year, uh, let me pull this guy up, Ricky Stenhouse uh, Jr., He's plus four hundred to finish in the top five. He won last year, so I'm, I'm on those two. I'm going to give you one: uh, Nickel State, New Orleans, under 148 and a half. So two really bad defenses, two horrific offenses. Uh, Nickel State on defense is 249, on offense is 269. New Orleans is 356 on defense and 300 on offense. They played this game January 15th. It was 78-75, but Nickel State. Shot 65% from on two-point field goals. Normally, they shoot 47.4%. I do not see them shooting 65% from the field. I think too bad. As, much, as bad as their offenses are, I think the defenses are – I'm sorry, as bad as their defenses are, I think the offenses are that bad. 148.5 is a lot of points, uh, and it barely went over on the last one that was with them shooting. So what is that, 153? Yeah, so it went over by five. Okay. Give, given somebody shooting 65% from, from two, I'm going to take my chances and take the under. All right. Tonight, under 148 and a half. It's been good, obviously, with the research. You can write it out and do different research that way. So uh, so that's where we're at. Phil, you uh, you got a pick tonight? Booze, you got a pick in uh, NHL or anything? Nah, I got nothing. I, I have a – go ahead, Phil. I have no picks for NHL, but I will ride wherever Clemmer has. All right. Joey Organo, let's go. I have um I have a question for you guys. I think President's Day is the worst holiday uh, in the calendar. That's pretty un-American of you. Yeah, it might be. Uh, like, it's just the timing. It has to do not with the – I love presidents, by the way. I'm a big fan of, of presidents. 
I don't all like it's all. What's that? All of them? <laughs> yeah, some, some. I mean, you know, Herbert Hoover wasn't a very good president. Um, what about Billy Blowjobs. <laughs> he was a pretty great president. Uh, had other issues, um, but I just think that the time of year is awful. Like it, it kind of it just pops up. It's February. It's not everybody has off too. Like my girlfriend doesn't have off. Like my wife I know doesn't a ton have off. A lot of people who don't have off. Yeah. Today, so we're kind of lucky. I think I'm. I think I'm going to write a blog about it. Because um, we. Because this is still. Playoff week growing up for basketball. Okay. And then in high school, they're doing the seeding round uh, in the archdiocesan, which is definitely in the weeds. But long story short, you do a seeding round before the cities. So in high school, we did have the week off, but you couldn't go away. I always equate, I always thought that you get two sides of it. The people who go away are definitely super rich. Like the fact, if you're going to Disney in the middle of February, like and you, you're able to go with that, but it also means you kind of have non-athlete kids, or at least non-basketball kids as well, which I look down on. But I think going <laughs> you look down on I, like, yeah. But going away this week of like when you say a family, like oh we're going to Disney in February, that's a flex. Middle of February, you go somewhere sunny, full week. See, growing up in New Hampshire, a, a lot of the people would go to uh, ski would go ski for the week. We went later. We had a guy, uh, my dad's boss would give us the house at the end of the season. Oh, nice. There were a lot of, yeah, he turned out to be a complete douchebag, though. But uh, <laughs> complete scumbag. Uh, he's cutting cold cuts at a, uh, an Acme down in Jersey. Real oh, no. shame. Does he still yeah. have the house? He's a piece of shit. He, he, took in a, he took in a Russian kid because he was doing God's work of, like, adopting him. And then they tried to run the kid out. Oh, God. Kid back. He's a, he's a real... Real piece of shit. I have a problem. Uh, yeah, like elitist. His his daughter got a car. He bought his daughter a used car that was nice, and like she looked down on it. She couldn't be seen driving around with the oh, waspy no. people. So my dad bought it. Like was fine for us. You know what I mean? Like complete douchebag. When they were there was a storyline. Who's the boss? When they were gonna run away? When they were run like when things were getting bad at the thing? He kind of sold everybody out that worked for him. Oh, Douche, no. douchebag. Douchebag. Um. Anyway, he used to give us the, the ski house at the end. So I remember watching the Big East finals uh, that Saturday night. Like you would ski, yeah. get up there Friday, ski Saturday, kind of all day. And I think we go home Sunday. Yeah. Um, in March. But I could see this week being a big ski week. A big, in New Hampshire, it's a big ski week. But I, I just, I never like this holiday. I just, I feel like it's just kind of thrown in there. I'd much rather have the holiday in August. I think you need it as a teacher. Or you need it in school, probably. You came. Think about it. You get that one. You get Martin Luther King Day, which is one day, and that's kind of right away. Right away. Mm-hmm. And then you get this. You don't have anything until it breaks. Memorial what this day. does is, my dad always you break up the legs in school. So now you're coming out of this, and you're like, all right, we just got to get to Easter. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if Easter's like middle of March, or like you're like, all right, here we go. And then one East, once Easter ends, you're in shorts. You're wearing short sleeve golf shirts to school. Like you're in a. You're in a good spot. Once April comes, school is just over pretty much. Yeah, exactly. If someone not in school, I would much rather have a day off in August, though, than in February. But Agreed, Kramer, but think, I, about th- think about this. You breaking up school. You're going to go from when you come back from break, January 2nd. If it's a shitty year like it was this year, you come back on January 2nd. Yeah. You're going January 2nd to Easter with one day off. Mm. Yeah. That's what it would have been. One day off. Right. Can't do that. I know. From from like it just in school when you were going to school, like you need well, school, you need right, you need, need the week. Right. But you have those teacher workshop days and all that shit. I have uh, a better really. idea though. Let's say we make the NFL season eighteen games and let's say today yesterday was the Super Bowl, today's present, yeah, so you today, have a day off. Yeah, we yeah. had that we talked about. Almost the whole week yeah. off after Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. 
Today's a national holiday. That's and then I would appreciate President's Day more if that was the case, uh, for sure. But I, I do. I, I, I said I'd much rather have those days off. Give me June, July, August. Give me those days. Well, I always used to like. I used to laugh at uh, our teachers when uh, if you don't use enough, they would factor in snow days to our calendar. Right. Be our so they would schedule. You had to go to school for 180 days. They would right. schedule you like 187 just to be safe. Okay. Okay, and then I would remember getting the flyer, specifically in like seventh and eighth grade, and I always wondered. I again, I still didn't know what Memorial Day or when Memorial Day weekend was. Like to you know that it was Memorial Day weekend. I just I knew what Memorial Day was, but I didn't know that was a kickoff to the summer. Okay, so we get the flyer and be like, FYI, you have off Thursday, Friday. Oh wow! And Tuesday of Memorial Day. So I can only imagine these 25-year-old, 26-year-old teachers going down their shore house oh, yeah. getting banged up for like six days. They made it a six-day weekend. See, we, they would just have our years shortened. So like in, we would get out on – instead of June 23rd, we'd get out on June 19th or whatever. Yeah. Uh, if we didn't use enough snow days. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but for us it was – they, they that's what they, we did. Climbing. You had to have – uh, report card day a certain day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like just, so you just like had, you, had, you, had you had a crazy long Memorial Day weekend, huh? Yeah. All right. You had a crazy long Memorial Day weekend. And then in, in high school, we had the you would have regents and finals, so you were off for basically the entire month of June. Yeah. You were just popping in when you had right. tests. Yes. With stuff like that. And then it was always fun to, you'd be like, your parents like, you study? Like, yeah, I got the test at 1 o'clock. Like, don't worry, I'll go in early and study. And meanwhile, the pickup basketball games were the best intensity. <laughs> Going. So you were there playing for three hours when you should have been going to a review or like whatever. Uh, you played football in school. Would you have rather yeah, played? played would ball. you? Uh, you played football in college, not basketball in college, right? No. Would you have rather switched those? If you, I don't know, I think basketball is a grind. I think it's a long time yeah. in college. Uh, it's hard. I think it's and then you look at like your social, like you're old, you're staying over for break. Like I, I think it's a grind, especially at Division three level like that. It's definitely difficult, but. That makes sense. Yeah, that's where it's at. Uh, I'm trying to think of. Oh, uh, Kenny Smith, who I love. I read Kenny Smith's book. If you could read Kenny Smith, part of my take had him on, and then they left a copy of the book, and I picked it up. Couldn't put it down. Uh, interesting book in terms of his basketball career when you look at who he's been around. Yeah. Hakeem uh, Barkley. Barkley, Jordan, Shaq, off the rip. Hakeem. Right Hakeem. Went to college with. Yeah, okay. Played with Hakeem. Works with Shaq. Works with Barkley. Played with Jordan in college. Played for an all-time coach in Jack Curran in high school. Played for Dean Smith. His uh, first coach was Oscar Robinson. Oh, really? He was with the Kings. He used yeah. to make, or not Oscar Robinson. Elgin Baylor. Google that real quick. But he used to make him take the bus. Kenny Smith, first college, first pro coach. It might have been Oscar Robinson. He coached for a little bit in the 80s. He was with the Kings. So he used to make him take the bus. So anyway, Kenny Smith, who I think is very sharp and a thought-out Oh yeah, uh, it's taken a little bit of a rip. When did you see what happened? When oh. they, they want Steph wins. Who was his coach? Steph wins, and uh, he's like, she should have shot from the. Uh, she should have shot with the. Uh, the whip. What she shot with the women's ball. Bill Russell was his first coach. Bill Russell was his first coach. There you go. All time winner, Bill Russell. So that makes sense as well. So. Uh, Ionescu shot from the men's line, but shot with the women's ball. Okay. And he was saying she should have shot from the women's line. It would have made it fair. It's like, well, if she's willing to do that from the men's line to to kind of even it out, he was still kind of criticizing her for shooting with the women's ball. People are giving him some slack uh, with that. I, I Like, I saw a couple of TikToks he was getting 
kind of flame for that. It was surprising to see a guy like Kenny Smith do that. You know what I mean? I guess no matter what you say in that situation on that like on that platform, you're gonna get shit. I guess, but like when the second you have women's lines and men's lines and women's balls and men's balls, guess what? You're gonna have that discussion. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's okay to have that discussion. Like we shouldn't. I almost think they should have just done both. Two rounds. Yes. Steph shoots with the women's ball from the women's line. Right. She shoots from the the uh, men's line with the men's ball. Yes. And then we equate both differences, but. Uh, it was interesting to see with that. So, uh, kind of quiet slate tonight in hoops. Quiet slate in hockey. No NBA game till Thursday, which is cra- their their All Star break is wildly long. I feel like base. It's, it's a week. Baseball is three or four days. Yeah, NBA is a whole week. Yeah, which I mean, good for the union. If Baseball extended that Thursday. Yeah, they, yeah. Sometimes they do play games and like a couple teams play. But Only you're right. One team plays that Thursday. I'm pretty sure. Now. Yeah, like two teams. I really? Mean, yeah. Game. Yeah, it's interesting. Like one year it was Yankees Red Sox on that Thursday at the break. So some players would basically did go to the All Star game, come back on Wednesday to prepare for Thursday's game. It wasn't really much of a break. Agreed. And I know they negotiate that in the CBA. The players want a longer break, but I don't get it. Like, wouldn't I don't know? I guess whatever. Is there anything better than having a great, like a good season in the NBA, getting snubbed, not being at any of the events, and you start your break Friday of? of President's Day week and you're full week off in Cabo, whatever. Full week and you're just going wherever the hell you want. Like, there's got to be nothing better. Money in your pocket. People yeah. know you're the snub guy. Like, that's. I think Marty alluded to that, but that's a home run. It's a great especially spot especially getting to be that in. week. Yeah, especially if you've already played one. Let's say you've already been to like one or two All Star games. You've kind of already because I'm sure the first time is really awesome. Yeah, but you've played in a couple and you're like, all right, now I get yeah, like off. Brunson. Brunson wouldn't have taken that trade this year. He wanted to be in the All Star right. game, but like a guy who gets snubbed or a guy who's been a what like or like. A guy who's been in a couple All Star games and maybe you don't make this one. You're yeah, like, you know what? This like, all right, I get a week thing. off. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'll take that. A home run. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's uh, you know, um, that's uh, yeah, all right. So the recap, the picks. I'm on Nickel State, New Orleans under 148, 48 and a half, and you're on. I'm on Joey Logano to win Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Uh, top five, and uh, it was a pretty quiet week uh, in baseball moves this this weekend. Phil, what do we think? Brandon Woodruff signed with the Brewers, but he's not going to be able to pitch really until next year. Same thing with Liam Hendricks with the Red Sox. Liam Hendricks, Red Sox, two-year, $10 million, but he's not going to pitch until August at the earliest. This is pointing to the Reds to win that division. I'm with you. And it, plus, it was plus 340. I, I think unless the Cubs sign Bellinger, I don't see the Reds might be the most talented team in that division. Talent. A lot of growing pains, but you can see a team like taking a leap like that. We've seen that. Oh, I mean, look at the pitching, too. You saw Hunter Green yep. take a little bit of a leap last year. Um, uh, Graham Ashcraft took the leap. His his first half stats were abysmal. He went above and beyond that second half. And then you mix in a guy like if Andrew Rabbit and Nick Lodolo, some of those guys can step up. Did you guys see the Anthony Rendon quote today? No. I did. So, so I think some – so they asked him basically, like, do you like – is this a, is baseball a priority at all for you? Uh, he said it wasn't his number one priority. His family and faith were. But it was his. Uh, I mean, what do you expect him to say? Uh, I think you could say you. He doesn't seem to give a shit. Like you have to. Like he doesn't care, and you have to at least kind of at least pretend you care a little bit. I guess he just doesn't give a fuck. And uh, you know he's making a lot of money. The Angels. He's that Fifth that franchise. Highest paid player in the game, by the way. He's the highest paid. Fifth. Fifth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's and his his average annual value is crazy, and he signed for a couple more years. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know how you fix that. I mean, the Angels are famous for signing the absolute worst guys. It's it's impressive how they they spend money on just the absolute Could worst. Could you imagine people. if he has this quote in like a New York, a Chicago, a Philly, 
Like, people no, generally yeah. get run out of town. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the Angels do. I know uh, Mike Trout said he doesn't want to be traded now. He wants to, like, stick through this. He told Artie Moreno to go sign top free agents. Jeez. Well, I don't think Blake Snell wants to be there. I don't think Cody Bellinger Let's wants say to be they there. signed all four. Let's say they signed They're Snell, Montgomery, Chapman, and Bellinger. I still wonder if that team can win the West. They probably win 78 games. They're lucky they won that World Series at one time because then they would have been – they never won before that, right? That's they, only they've one. never even been to another one. Before that? Before that oh. or after that? Yeah, When's so the last time they even made the playoffs? And they've been around for a long time. Uh, 14. How long has that franchise 14, been around? 1961. A year before the Mets. That's a long They've been to Mets. one World Series. And they did win, but that's it. That would be the incept. Yeah, I mean, they would have gone over forever. I mean, the Mets have been to, what, four or five, right? No. Mets went to 69, 73, 86, 06. No, no, no. no, no. 2000 and 2000. Yeah, 15. They've been to five. I wish they went in 06. I know. They should have gone. Well, they were the best team in baseball in 06. Yeah, because I I think the Tigers were such a no-show that year. It's like crazy. But uh, The Cardinals won 83 games. They won a fucking World Series. Your entire life would be different if they had just won in 06. Yep. And then because that builds up 07 and 08. People want to go and – but, you know. Oh, that, that, that 06 Mets team is one of the best teams to never make a World Series, talent-wise. I know the starting pitching was disseminated by the end of the year. Yeah, I always thought the catching was subpar. <laughs> oh, yeah, did you? Yeah, you were not a bet, right? <laughs> I think that's what our weak link was that year. Is that what held the Dodgers back before that, too? Agreed. Yeah, all right. Yeah, okay. So, you know, maybe a little, you know, a little too much time at the horse track, less time in the batter's box, but. Yeah. Well, that's fair. It's a fair point. It is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, all right, thank you again to DraftKings. Wraps up uh, President's Day version of uh, of Pick Central. We have a, a full crew, I think, or at least a bigger crew tomorrow. I'm shooting something tomorrow, but you'll have some guys back okay. for sure. So uh, we'll catch you tomorrow. I'll play this song until they start. Do 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 do. Jeff Kings. Draft. There we go.